Hey guys, welcome to the 11th episode of the We Are Jocks podcast. I'm so excited for this episode. Um, I pause because this is going to be one of the hardest episodes um, for me to kind of share my story story with the world and so you guys can get a picture of how I'm doing this right now. I'm staring at a wall um, in my bedroom just blankly recording this. So <laughs> apologies if I get emotional with myself, but you know what? This is, uh, this is how it's done and this is how I'm going to grow. So I need to show you guys sort of where I'm coming from, where all my passion lies, where all the hurt lies, um, and really be open up, open up to you guys in a way that you all and the speakers on this podcast have opened up to me and been completely courageous. You guys really, really showed me, um, I guess, what true courage is look like. True courage looks like. First of all, I want to thank everyone so much for coming and tuning into our first Jocks event last night at Union Square CrossFit in New York City. Huge shout out to my co-captain, Nikki Berger. She's been tremendous on this entire ride, and I can't wait to see to see what happens with us. Um, she's she's the best teammate uh, I could really ask for. So huge thank you to her. Thank you to CrossFit Union Square for letting us hang out in your gym and your pad. It was incredible, the perfect environment. And huge shout out to all the speakers, Jared Barnes, the founder and CEO of Prime U. Incredible, you guys need to check him out. Ian Berger, the founder and CEO of All True Fuel, CrossFit Games athlete, pro soccer. Incredible, incredible guy. Rob Villanueva, also a very incredible human. He is the athlete influencer lead of the Players' Tribune and former manager of his brother, Charlie Villanueva, who is an NBA NBA player for 11 years. And Rob is also an entrepreneur and a digital marketing brand guru. Then lastly, huge shout out to Liz Adams. She's a CrossFit regional athlete and coach. She used CrossFit as an outlet to get out of built up to compete. And she said something that was so profound that is sticking with me. She's like, if I work myself so hard physically, I need to do the same mentally. So she closed us with an incredible meditation after going through her story. And that just wrapped up everything so perfectly. Thank you to our fuel bar, which was all founded by athletes. So we had Snow Monkey, Superfood Ice Treat, Forbes 30 Under 30, Nosh Bar, Fruit and Nut Bar, and the founder, Michelle, was there. Is incredibly special, and those are delicious. Um, and then we had Ultra Fuel there, and everyone is getting a Toomey Sports Drink, which tune into the Snow Monkey and Toomey episodes on this podcast. Guys, all right, here we go. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what the heck Jocks is and why, you know, I'm even doing this. So where this comes from, you hear the intro. I had a very, very rough transition, very difficult time waking up out of bed, Um, didn't know my purpose. And after asking all these people, I was like, you know what? I need to do something. So naturally, I started a podcast because that's what everyone's doing, right? So, you know, start with the fundamentals. Um, But really what I realized is we're all on a different spectrum with our transition out of sports, with our transition in any sort of time in life. 
But for so long, we've always had this sports lifestyle to always fall back on after, you know, when, once we're going through a transition. So for me, when I'll get into it in my story, I go through these different transitions, but I always have soccer or my teammates or something to come back to. And when I, when soccer was the root cause of the transition or not having um, that organized sport anymore, my whole lifestyle sort of went with that. And I was just felt like I was staring at a blank white wall, which is what I'm doing now. <laughs> but um, so what I, what I decided to create was Jocks is going to be a physical clubhouse for athletes, for people who live an athletic lifestyle, whether you played sports growing up and are out, whether you just started, whether you plan on starting, whether someone down the road gets you started, it, it, what matters is your mentality, right? It's this, this athlete language, this athlete mentality that binds us so strongly. It's not our physical capabilities because at the end of the day, if you train someone who could be very, very athletic, they can be most people can be, learn to be athletic at some, to some degree, but it's really this mentality that, that holds us together. So what I realize is that, you know, we've all had tremendously different experiences and we're going through different experiences with this transition, but we can all appreciate what one another has gone through or what one another um, we're going to go through. We all speak the same athlete language. The only two universal languages in this world are math and athlete language. Um, And then you guys, we all have an incredible purpose in life and purpose on one another's teams. You know, it's like we, we have the ability to form these incredible bonds with one another, not just because not, we have the ability to form these incredible bonds with one another we don't have to be, it doesn't have to be prearranged because we're, you know, like a college sport is or a high school sport is. There is no such thing really when you join, when you graduate from your sport. So that's what we're creating. With Jocks, I'm building a sports team for life, a clubhouse for athletes to be surrounded by the people who make them their best. In this clubhouse, there's a learning center and a work center for us to be able to transition our knowledge from the field to the workplace. You will be able to figure out what you love, what you want to study, what you want to learn more from. Be able to be surrounded by mentors, your network, people who don't judge you for where you've come from. People who will sit down and give you the time of day and speak to you like you've been spoken to growing up. The way you learn will be very similar. We'll use tactics that are from sports, but it's this place where you can completely be comfortable in your own skin. And there's going to be an athletic training center because we are going to continue to train like athletes because that, for me, and I know for so many of you athletes out there, that is what fuels us to our core and to be able to challenge ourselves every day, but then walk out of there, give each other high fives, fist pump, whatever you need to do, but same thing. And then the biggest piece, a training room to treat your physical and mental injuries sustained while you were playing, sustained now, or sustained potentially, I wouldn't say sustained, but I guess preparing for the future. I think also a lot of us for myself, as you'll learn, I was mentally injured in different ways and I always had soccer to fall back on. 
So when I don't have soccer to fall back on, I'm trying to find a way to be able to not necessarily overcome this mental battle, but to work with it and and approach it with grace. And that is exactly what this will be for. It is an environment where you will be challenged. You will never, ever be ashamed to be who you are. It's a place that doesn't discriminate about where you come from, what your socioeconomic status is, what your reading level is, what school you went to, if you graduated, what your skin color, sexuality, ethnicity, or gender is. What we do judge against is your ability to have a winning mentality. That means to want to win everything. And your love for your team. Treating everyone, including yourself, with the highest respect. And living every day with passion. And leaving everyone and everything, sports-related or not, better than you found them. That is what the Jocks Clubhouse will be. There will be physical club membership, location, and then you'll have locations in different areas. That is what the Jocks Clubhouse will be. It will be a membership-based system. We will not discriminate if you cannot afford it. We, we will offer athletic scholarship-type systems because the point is to bring these athletes together and to build this family, this team, once again. I really struggle with telling my story and opening up. Um, I've never really written it down and been honest with myself. And I've never told this before, um, before in its entirety until yesterday at our first event. And I want to thank everybody after for uh, just being there for me, um, being there like a team giving me a hug, uh, not really having to say anything because I'm just, you know, we're all we're all in our own heads once we tell our story. Um, there's still that little bit of, oh, I wish, you know, could have told it better or I, I'm a little bit ashamed, but trying to uh, trying to un- jump over that being uncomfortable with sharing my story and putting myself out there. So, um, I wrote myself a letter from my nine-year-old perspective because it was at nine years old that I really learned what uh, what being humiliated in a mental battle was um, in, a, in a very different way than others. But like I said, again, we all have different experiences, um, but we can all we can all uh, find some way to empathize with each other or or be be there with each other, pick each other up. So. I also wrote this to, to say thank you to everyone who has always, always been there for me, no matter what, um, judge me or not, like I really appreciate everyone who has, has given me the, the time of day. So I wrote this, um, it's called How to Juggle. If anyone, uh, you guys probably all know, but I, I played soccer in college and um, juggling was uh, not, not my greatest skill, but it's okay. So um, it's called How to Juggle, and here we go. Hey, Marines, you just finished your trial. I should also say that this nine-year-old has incredible foresight. Um, she tells the future. So took a, pl- took a page out of Players' Tribune's book, but uh, just did it in reverse. Okay. 
Hey Marines, you just finished your trial with the club soccer team, the Southern California Blues. The coach welcomed you onto the team and told you to go warm up with juggling. Oh crap. As hard as you tried, you could not get more than one juggle. While the other girls were getting 200 or 300 juggles, your block was flying in every direction. You felt the coach staring at you and finally he came up to you and asked, do you even know how to juggle? Humiliated, you gave a yes, no nod. He tried to help you get two juggles, but you didn't get anywhere. The rest of the practice, you struggled to keep up with the soccer talents of the other girls. They were far better than you at absolutely everything, but you worked as hard as you could. You and your father left the field embarrassed and you let yourself cry in the car. I'm writing this letter to you so you remember to think of me, that little girl who never gave up, whose first love was playing sports, who used sports as a way to conquer the hurt inside you felt, who used sports to become a compassionate human being. I want you to also know that you are not sports. You are not defined by the numbers you put in a stat book, the awards you won or didn't win, or the athlete you were or are. (laughs) Sports will be the vehicle that teaches you incredible lessons. Remember, you have and always will be that little girl who showed up to a tryout you had no business being at and you learned how to juggle. You'll get a call from the club coach that night of the tryout saying you made the team. He saw your drive and athleticism. He believed in you. And now it's time you start believing in yourself. That tryout you'll soon learn was the hardest and most important moment of your life. Fast forward to college, you'll get a scholarship to play soccer at the only university you ever wanted to go to. You'll get to Georgetown and you'll play every minute of every game your freshman year against the top teams in the country. You'll win the Big East season. You'll be selected to the All-Big East rookie team. You'll go to the NCAAs. You'll also hide the greatest mental struggle you will ever experience. It will be a battle you fight every day. You'll hide a toxic romantic relationship, and you'll see yourself at what you think is your absolute worst. You'll become so ill that you struggle to pass a ball 10 yards and you won't have the brain power to perform well in your classes. You will almost lose your scholarship and get released from the team. But don't worry. Remember when you learned how to juggle? You'll restore your, fit, your health again because you'll learn playing brings out the best in you. Your goofy teammates will still make fun of you and love you. They will never leave you. You'll learn you're enough. You'll have a career, you'll have a great career, you'll build the best relationships of your life and learn incredible things from your classes and peers. You'll start your journey as a three-year captain of your team. You'll think everything is in your hands and you'll try to win Georgetown's first ever Big East Tournament Championship your junior year. Then you'll wake up from a nightmare, imagining you lost the Big East Tournament Championship and blew out your knee you'll realize that's the first time a nightmare has ever come true. You'll replay the tape of you tearing your ACL 12 times the night before your surgery, trying to dissect what you could have done differently. But don't worry, Marines. You learned how to juggle. 
And Emma, your best friend on your team, will walk slowly with you to class while you crutch over ice the next two months. You'll learn what a gift it was to be able to straighten your leg, and you'll curse every time your trainer yells at you to stop limping. Yes, you'll learn how incredible it is to walk correctly for 100 yards, heel-toe, heel-toe. You'll hate the elliptical and shagging balls at practice. You'll work tirelessly for a flawless recovery, but nine months after your first surgery, you'll blow out your knee again in practice. You'll absolutely hate soccer. You'll wish you never had to see a ball again. You'll think, how could the greatest relationship I've ever had do this to me? But then you'll remember that your relationship with soccer saved you. You'll be standing on the field with your team about to play number five Virginia Tech, and you'll remember how much you love competing against the best athletes in the country. And then you'll remember that all you had to do was learn to juggle. And the vehicle of sports gave you a life of opportunity, friendship, and character. You'll come back from this knee injury physically stronger than you've ever been. But this time, your pride will prevent you from being able to juggle. You'll be the captain in a fifth year, but you won't see the field for the first five games. This is the first time you've ever set out a game at Georgetown for not being good enough. You are the most humiliated you've ever felt. And because of this, you will be the worst person you've ever seen. You'll be selfish, cocky, miserable, and destructive to your teammates. You should have gotten your captain badge taken away. But playing on the second string squad will save you. You'll see the heroes on your team, the players on the practice squad who give their life for the team and expect nothing in return, not even one minute of playing time. You'll learn your teammates who don't start or play are the greatest assets on any team, and you will forever be in awe of who they are as human beings and as athletes. They will show you what humility, sacrifice, and passion truly are. Most of all, you'll learn a leader isn't the loudest or most skilled person on the team. A leader isn't an upperclassman or the person wearing a captain band. A leader is not a coach. A leader is never one figure. A leader is a sum of all of its parts. A leader is a unit. A leader is an entire team bringing out the absolute best in one another, fighting for a greater purpose. Wearing Georgetown across your chest, Together, your team will finally win a Big East Tournament Championship. You'll go to the Final Four, finish ranked third in the country, and your coaching staff will be ranked number one. You'll be named an All-American. But you'll learn the greatest part of achieving anything in life is never the actual title of what you win. Hardware leaves you empty. The greatest part is experiencing the undying spirit that lives inside of your team and surrounding yourself with teammates who set the bar insurmountably high. Teammates who show you how to be selfless. Teammates who try to beat you every day in practice. Teammates who beasted out organic chemistry, pull all-nighters, and are top performers in their classes. Teammates who make fun of you for no reason. Teammates who wear soccer shorts and Crocs to the bar. Your teammates will teach you that you are not defined by what soccer had planned for you, but by the person you become in the process. When you leave soccer, you'll see how hard life is without your sports lifestyle. 
You will feel powerless without your sport, without your purpose, without your team. Until this point, you always had your sports lifestyle to fall back on. You'll lie in bed feeling ill, unable to move. At some points, you even convince yourself that being injured or tearing your ACL was better. At least you had a reason to fight, a reason to live, and soccer to come back to. But don't worry. Remember when you couldn't juggle a ball more than once? By the time you're 24, you'll learn that a mental battle is like juggling a soccer ball. You'll start with one, you'll shank a hundred, then you'll get two. The beauty is in your determination, your technicality, and your focus, and the willingness to start all over again and again and again. You'll learn that your mental strength and knowing your purpose comes from surrounding yourself with your team, from loving yourself and believing in yourself. And you'll know that you cannot live your life without the lifestyle that sports created for you. As you embark on this journey to create a physical replication of sports lifestyle, a place where athletes can feel completely themselves surrounded by a team they can have for life, I want to remind you this. Don't forget your family and your faith are the best things to ever happen to you. Don't forget to thank God you have a bed to sleep in every night. Don't forget to give back to everyone who gave to you and believed in you. Don't forget to love people and forgive them. That your intensity, your drive, and your passion are are what will get you where you need to go. Don't forget that no matter what you've done in life, good or bad, you are always trying to do the best you could. That being hard on yourself is one of your greatest gifts. Don't forget to love absolutely everything that you're built with because it's the only thing that you're guaranteed forever. Most of all, live every day with passion and leave everyone you interact with in a better place than when you found them. For the greatest gift you can give this world, it's to love all the people who occupy it. And sometimes, When you lose your crap, which you will, get your ball and go juggle. Thank you guys for for listening to, to my story in full. I cannot wait for the what the future holds. We are going to be hosting grassroots events in every major city that we can, starting with New York, D.C., L.A., um, we need to build out this team. What saved me was my team and, and my coaches and my support group. You can't do it alone. We we were taught that the team is one of the most important things, if not the most important thing that you have. They will ground you. They will teach you what kind of person you are. They will love you. And and that's what we need. That's what we all need in, in the end. So, um, Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your support. I can't wait to make this journey with you. We are jocks. We are proud to be jocks. We we are smart. We are more than capable. We will set the bar so high. We are, I already said smart, but heck, we're intelligent. We, you know, we live with intent. We live to make this world a better place. We live to challenge the status quo. We live to elevate one another in every way that we can. We are hardworking. We are compassionate. 
And we will build out this massive team of people so that nobody ever has to do it alone again. Thank you guys so much. All right, guys. Thank you so much again for tuning in. To close, please give us a follow at We Are Jocks on Instagram. Feel free to rate this podcast. Um, send me any comments. You can reach us at holler at wearejocks.com via email. Um, love to hear from you guys. And just check out our IG to stay up to date on everything that we're doing. We love for more people to be a part of it. And with that, we will break and we'll have another episode for you guys to tune into next week.